morning, City Church. This is Kim Barnes, bringing you what I hope is a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. It's Valentine's Day, and while this won't be a Valentine-themed devotional, I'll start by giving a shout-out to my amazing Valentine, my husband Robert, by telling a little story. Early in our married life, we were driving home from worship one Sunday, and Robert asked me, how did you do? I was a little confused. It seemed a strange question for him to ask. He didn't ask me what I thought about the sermon or the music. He wasn't asking if I was blessed or encouraged. He wanted to know if I worshipped well. Did I do a good job of worshipping our God? The question wasn't, was I blessed, but did I bless God? The conversation that followed was formative for me, and we return to it often. The Psalms in today's lectionary readings point us to a God who is worthy of our worship and give us some direction about what it means to be good worshipers. I encourage you to read them all, but I'll read a few highlights. Psalm 95, 1-7 says, O come, let us sing to the Lord, Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Then, in Psalm 96, 7-9, we have, Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. And then Psalm 98, 4 through 6. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of the melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn, Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. These passages offer some instruction about how to worship well. Four things stood out to me. Worship is corporate. Did you hear the plural pronouns? Us. We. Of course, we can worship privately. But gathering with Christ's church on the Lord's day is crucial to our worship life and spiritual well-being. We learn how to worship as we see others worship well, and others, including our children, learn to worship as they see us worship well. We need each other. Worship is joyful. That doesn't mean that we set aside or ignore the grief, heartache, and pain that is common in our fallen world. Rather, it means that we can rejoice and be glad that we worship a God 
who meets us where we are. It's a joyful thing that our God calls broken, hurting sinners to worship him. Worship is physical. Worship isn't something we do quietly in our hearts. It's more than lip-syncing along with the worship team and quietly listening to the sermon. We should sing loudly and listen actively. Throughout the Psalms, we are urged to clap, bow, kneel, dance, and lift hands. And finally, worship is about God and is initiated by Him. The God of the universe who loves us and redeems us, invites us to worship him. We don't gather each Sunday primarily to get our needs met. Lord's Day worship isn't a support group or a TED Talk or a concert. Rather, Lord's Day worship is an opportunity to give God what he is due. We were created for worship. And as we do what we were created for, an amazing thing happens. God meets us, and he cares for us, and we are filled. May we all be better worshipers. Until next time, City Church, stay well and do good.